Thank you, Brother Mike, and good morning, friends. We greet you today from the Bethany Baptist Church broadcast and the radio pulpit. We are thankful for God's blessing allowing us to come this Wednesday morning and share with you a message from God's Word. Now, today we'll be going to the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, message that I preached sometime back at the church. Hebrews, chapter 4, about our great high priest. I'm so glad that we have someone that we can go to someone that cares, <clears throat> someone that knows all about us and is able to help us. And I do praise God <clears throat> for that. So let's go right into that service. I trust that it will be a blessing to your heart today. You have your Bible this morning. Turn to the book of Hebrews, chapter number 4. book of Hebrews, chapter 4. book of Hebrews, chapter number 4. If you're physically able, I'll ask you to stand as we... Reverence God's Word. I'm going to begin reading in verse number 12. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse number 12. For the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in its sight. That's scary. He knows all about us. We're all manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and opened unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. I'm interested in that phrase, the latter part of verse 16, time of need. There's grace to help in time of need. I, I thought it interesting. He did not specify what particular need because we all have different needs. But whatever our time of need is, you see, my time of need may be different than yours. And so, but there's grace for my time of need, and there's grace for your time of need. So today I want to emphasize that grace to help in time of need. Talk about the helping Grace of God. Let's pray and ask the Lord's blessing on the reading of the Scripture. It's Chronicles chapter 20. And I want to read a couple of verses here. Here we find that Jehoshaphat is facing a time of need. We find in these verses that the children of Moab, the children of Ammon, and with them other beside the Ammonites came against Jehoshaphat to battle. 
And Jehoshaphat is in that time of need. And notice verse number 12. Now keep in mind, all of these are coming against uh, the nation of Israel. And he says, O our God, wilt thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us, neither know we what to do. You ever been there? Lord, I don't know what to do. Lord, all that's coming against me, I, I seem to be overwhelmed. And I don't know what to do. Hey, that's the king saying that. Uh, we don't know what to do. Notice, he said, but our eyes are upon thee. So, maybe there's someone here this morning like Jehoshaphat. You're at that uh, stage in your life. You're at that uh, position in your life. And it may not be the Ammonites and Moabites coming against you, but the enemy is still so real. It's coming against you. And uh, maybe you said, like Jehoshaphat, Lord, I just don't know what to do. Well, may I say, friend, that there is a place we can go. It's called the throne of grace. And there is a person we can go to to get help. Verse 14. He's our great high priest, Jesus, the Son of God. So this morning, I want to try to uh, just labor in these verses and try to preach about the helping grace of God. Now, first of all, I want us to notice uh, some particulars about this throne in verse number 16. Notice he said, it is a throne of grace. Uh, he, he didn't, uh, now Isaiah, in Isaiah 6, he saw a throne of glory for the year that King Uzziah died, that I saw also the Lord, living forth on high and lifted up. That's not what the writer of the Hebrews is talking about. Isaiah saw a throne of glory. Then again in Isaiah 9, 6, there's a throne of government. Uh, they're talking about the birth of the Son of God. It said, the government shall be upon his shoulders. And then over in Revelation 20 and verse 11, John, uh, there sees a throne of judgment. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before the Lord. And they were judged out of everything that was written in the book. Uh, and they, they were cast into the lake of fire. So there's a throne of glory. There's a throne of government, a throne of judgment. But here, uh, the writer to Hebrews says, here is a throne of grace. It is a pure throne of grace. It's not a throne just covered with grace and then something else, but it is 100% pure grace. The throne of pure grace. 
and, and this hour it's easy to do, but I remember since several years ago now, uh, we were kind of doing a little work at the house, and uh, my wife wanted to get a mantle uh, for the corn that we were going to put our fire logs in case uh, the fire goes out. And so uh, I went to a particular store called Lowe's. And I saw this beautiful mantle. I thought, that's what we need. And I got it home and I took it out of the box and looked at it and guess what? It wasn't, it wasn't, it was oak on the top, but it was sawdust and glue on the inside. It wasn't a, it wasn't pure oak. It was just covered with that veneer. Well, may I say, friends, this is a throne of pure grace. It's not covered with anything else. It is a throne of pure grace, a throne of grace, a throne of pure grace. But may I hasten to say uh, that it would not be of any advantage to you and I, but it is a throne of access. Hallelujah. They said, verse 16, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. Hey, you know what? Uh, I, I doubt if I could get an, uh, a conference or uh, be admitted to the White House, uh, but I'm glad, thank God, there is a throne of pure grace that I am invited to come to. Uh, it is a throne of pure grace. It is a throne of access. May I hasten to say oh, that seniority doesn't matter. Little Benjamin got saved recently. He's probably the youngest Christian here. But can I tell you, he has as much right to the throne of grace as you and I do. It's a throne of access. It's if we could come boldly unto the throne of grace. Now, the word boldly uh, does not suggest Philippiantly or lighthearted, uh, but it has the idea of reverence and confidence. We can come with confidence. Uh, we can come with full assurance. The Bible said over in chapter 10 and verse 19, having therefore brethren boldness to enter in house by the blood of Jesus. So I have the right because I'm a child of God, a child of the King, I have the right to enter in to that throne of grace. Any time of the day, any time of the night, you know what? You'll never get a busy signal. You'll never get his answer machine. Thank God there is a throne of grace. The particulars of this throne are from any position. Uh, it's for any people. With any problem, whatever problem you have, you have an invitation to come boldly with covenant to this throne of grace. Hallelujah for this throne. Notice now, not only the particulars of this throne, but notice the personality on the throne. Verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great High priest that is passed into the heaven. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. 
Notice the personality on the throne. Uh, now, the throne, when Uzziah died, the throne in Israel was vacated. But can I tell you, the throne of grace has never been and never shall be vacated. It's there, the Son, Jesus, the Son of God. Timothy said that there's one God and one mediator between God and man, the man, Christ Jesus. I'm glad that there's someone uh, that I can go to. I'm glad there's someone uh, that I have the right I can approach him. The personality on the throne. Now notice this. There's the name Jesus. We know that to be his earthly name. The angel said, Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. So here uh, we see his humanity. Here we see his sympathy. I'm glad that he can sympathize with us. Here we find that he can be touched. Do you have any problems this morning? Anybody have any burdens, problems? And I tell you, you can take them to him. He can be touched. We want to call the pressure. I tell you, we're living in a pressure age. The pressure is on. But can I tell you, hallelujah, hey, he can be touched with our pressure. He can be touched with our problems. He can be touched with our burden. Thank you for being tuned in today, and we'll pick up here tomorrow. And, and may I remind you that there is a throne of grace that's occupied by our great high priest, the Lord Jesus, and he invites you to come to that throne that you may get help and find grace to help in time of need. May the Lord bless you until tomorrow. In Jesus' name, amen.